<laughs> I just got a headache. I just got a headache from that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. We leave that in or no? I mean, I don't think they'll be able to hear that we heard what we heard. Oh my god. I mean, I'll leave it in and just explain what happened. Oh my god, that's never happened before. No, never once. Not like so, the year I've been doing this on Zoom. Holy crap. Um, ah, Mike just got lightheaded from that. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. Anyway, welcome back to Sports and Nonsense. Um, for those of you who probably didn't hear what just happened, I don't know if it'll say on the recording, but apparently Zoom has a new feature uh, since we recorded last, last Thursday. And it, <laughs> whenever you click record a little woman's voice pops up and says, Cortana. this meeting, this meeting <laughs> is being recorded. Cortana just told us that we're being recorded. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, that's never happened before. Oh, that blew my mind. I can't wait to watch that back. Oh, oh my god. Anyway. I, I think our face was the best. Oh yeah, I mean, it was like shock and then laughter. Oh god. All shock. right. Once we realized we were safe, it was laughter. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, I lost track of what I was going to start talking about. Oh, shit. Oh, anyway, welcome back to Sports and Nonsense, uh, where we talk about sports and we talk a lot of nonsense. Um, um, last week, uh, we had to rec- uh, end the recording a little early. Uh, there was some some stuff that we had that uh, was going on, but uh, so we didn't get through the full season of of uh, of like um, must watch games. Um, but we can also do that later. I do want uh, to point out that at the end of the last episode, I was eating, and here I am. Yeah, continuing. Uh, yeah, I promise this is not like we're not recording multiple in the same day. I think you had Wendy's last time, right? I did. My yeah. first Wendy's uh, all year because my diet. I'm, sh- I'm sh- yeah. I'm shocked because uh, when you said I, I didn't think about it when you told me you were having Wendy's. I, I remember you said you were on um, keto, uh, no carbs. No carbs. Yeah, I lost like fifty pounds, so it was and, time. For, uh, and now you're back on carbs. Now I'm back to thirty pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it was my first time getting Wendy's uh, all year. Nice, and here you are eating bread. It's so good, man. I got pretzels. Too. <laughs> I got pretzels. Oh, so my, man. My carb intake isn't as much as it was um, like last year where I was a fat bastard, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we can go over some. There hasn't been really any um, big uh, things happening in the world of football, at least. Excuse me. It's uh, earlier than we were normally recording as well. Rich is wearing a polo. Um, Workout fit, you like? He's being fancy today. Um, but there is one thing that actually happened today, and it's official. And that Tebow is officially signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. Yeah. So, how do you think he fits into that offense? We go. Oh, good. I have a very... Not bad feeling, but I have a feeling that Urban Meyer is going to suck as a head coach. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Not not because of Tebow, but I just think it's one more piece of the puzzle. The the decisions he's making, his draft. No, a good draft, and Trevor Lawrence is no is no doubt. But um, they drafted they drafted a running back. Yeah, I just think uh, when they have James Robinson, the the two coaches I feel like I'm kind of yeah about is Urban Meyer and the uh, New Eagles coach. Hmm. Um, I just saw his name. It's some Italian, I think. Big, it starts with an S. A Siriani. Yeah, some kind of spaghetti. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, those two, I have a little bit of uh, questions about. I'm not, I'm not sure. I guess I have a, if, if any of the new class fail, it'll be them, I think. Um, I, I have my concerns about Dan Quinn. And not Dan Quinn. Yeah, where's Dan Quinn? Um, Dan Campbell. Oh, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, 
and, and only because I see this article on, on ESPN that says, off-the-cuff Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell jokes about bringing pet lion to practice. So do you have a pet lion? I need answers to that question. I don't know. <laughs> but also, what's, what's stopping you from bringing the pet lion? Is it the lack of a pet lion or is it the law? Like, what's, what's stopping it? If bringing a Super Bowl to Detroit requires losing an arm, then new Lions head coach Dan Campbell says he would be armless. Well, the man is a kneecap. So, so he's like uh, um, Vrabel, except not talking about his penis. He's talking about his arms. Because Vrabel well, said... Vrabel not job too, though, wouldn't he? Yes. Vrabel said he would cut off his penis for a Super Bowl. Uh, it says on Sunday, he made a guest appearance on Pardon My Take podcasts. But she shared the idea that he actually presented to Lions owner Sheila Ford about having a pet lion around the team's practice facility. What could go wrong there? I mean, it's Detroit, so I wouldn't make much of a difference in the city. But Quote, I don't think we're going to be able to do it, but I would love to literally just have a pet lion. Just a legit pet lion on a chain. A big-ass chain. And he really is my pet. How'd they go from Matt Patricia to him? Matt, Matt Patricia is like... We, we just walk around the building. We go out to practice. We're on at seven like, on seven. Like he's a monkey? Like he's just a monkey on his shoulder? Like, We're behind the kicker when he's kicking. There we are. <laughs> that poor kicker. Like, you don't miss this kick guy. And he just got a lion. Like Campbell further that? imagined that the lion would be, quote, on command. Campbell joked that if a position group wasn't performing well, he could have the lion relieve itself in front of the group. Ben Campbell's weird. <laughs> Quote, I mean, think about it. That would be outstanding. I still like Dan Campbell. That guy's crazy. That, this guy is insane. A kneecap biter. Bites your knees. He He's also... Like a- all, all I can picture now, though, is that bit from Family Guy where Peter brings the lion home and Brian goes to the yeah. bite. He goes, he goes, of course the bite's a lion. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I can picture now. <laughs> he also had said, the problem is, I don't know if PETA is going to allow that, though. It's going to be hard. Believe concern is PETA? <laughs> believe me, though, we would take great care of it. It would be fed well. It would be petted. It would be manicured. I might end up losing an arm because of it, but that would be even better because it would validate what this is a freaking, this is a creature now. This is an animal. This is a thing. This is from the wild. Did he know what planet he was on? <laughs> That's the, this is the greatest start to this podcast ever. Like <laughs> Ian Campbell. We might need a new like segment of the podcast. Remember we used to do like Dope of the Week? Yeah. Dan Campbell might get his own segment. <laughs> Dan Campbell says every yeah, time I see an article about Dan Campbell, I read yeah, it off. What, what has that absolute madman done this week? <laughs> yeah. Dan Cam- this week in Dan Campbell's unit. Listen, we're, we're, we're all just living in Dan Campbell's world. That's all that's going on. He's the main character. <laughs> oh my God. That was... Um... Oh man, that was a great article. Thank you, ESPN, for that article about Dan Campbell and pet lions. Could you imagine if like every team did that? Like, I know there's a lot of teams like the like yeah, well, like some of the birds of prey teams, like the Falcons, I think have a falcon. Well, yeah, Um, safe. You imagine like, but could you imagine if like the Bears had like this 1,100 pound grizzly bear? Like, or like the Jets, they're just alive. This is like, <laughs> you know, like, just constantly going around the stadium. Yeah, like, I would think like the Giants, like they just got a mythical beast, you know, just from, you know, you just tie it up in the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, oh great. man, any, any of those teams, you know, with the crazy, like that'd be, I mean, awesome, but like, yeah, it's the same. 
What would a Packard get? Just some guy at a factory? Just, hey, jeez. Just, <laughs> like, yeah. just constantly putting stuff in boxes. I mean, the Ace Ventura movie, the Dolphins team did have a pet dolphin at their facility in the Ace Ventura movie. What would the Steelers have? A, a guy who works in a steel mill. They're just some guy. Yeah, just some, some guy. Some guy in a hard hat. Some 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 tough brace of guy. Some guy from Pittsburgh. He was wearing a hard hat and overalls. <laughs> I'm thinking all the team names now. Like, what are some of their most ridiculous it live mascots? Um, the Cowboys would be a pretty funny one. Just a guy. Just I think the, I think the most funniest one would be a 49er. Just have some old kook going think, on about the gold rush. I would, think, I would think you'd want like the old Scooby Doo episode of like the remember the Scooby Doo episode with the. Uh, something 49er yeah, it was like minor, a, minor 49er minor 49er yeah. Yeah, just, one of the, <laughs> <laughs> it's some crazy guy who's wacky about the col- the gold yeah. rush yeah what else we got so that's, that's funny that's what I, I actually more thing about now the funnier it gets you can't really do the chiefs anymore yeah that's not culturally sensitive you just get a, you just get a navy chief oh, yeah. some guy, just some guy in khakis yelling at everybody <laughs> um what, what else we got? What I mean, else? What, the football team. You just got a random football team every week. You know, yeah. just some, some team every week. <laughs> it's just some random team. Yeah. That's funny, I mean, the man. Bengals would have a tiger. Yeah. The Browns would have a, a pit bull. That's like their mascot, but it had to be brown. brown it's a bulldog, dog. isn't it? Yeah, brown bulldog. Yeah. You know, some, some, some pretty funny college team names. If colleges did it, though. Oh, Alabama could have an elephant. Yeah. And, but, but, but it has to be a crimson elephant, even though yeah. the. Crimson Tide has almost nothing to do with, you know, an elephant. <laughs> no, it does not. You know, the Gators, there's an alive alligator wandering around the stadium. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they had an alligator. It's Florida. They might. They might it's already. Florida. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they, I mean, they, their mascot is pretty much already that. That yeah, like it's an actual buccaneer just wandering around, just stabbing fools and taking their jewelry. You know, it <laughs> just got Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow walking around. Wow. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Uh, about, about the Bills, this is a live buffalo just yeah. in, in Buffalo, New York, like the worst place for Buffalo to be. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the Texans. You're just gonna have some huge longhorn, like uh, some huge bull wandering around Houston. Oh, we're forgetting, we're forgetting the best one, the Saints. They got to go and <laughs> they got to get someone, that. some, some going, someone from the priesthood. Bring, bring the Pope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The Pope is there every week. Well, I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, if you think about it too, like you're gonna have, uh, you're just gonna have like, like, what, with baseball teams. Red Sox, White Sox. You're just gonna cover the stadium in socks. Yeah, yeah. What about like? Again, I don't know. I think the best one is the Jets, man. Just an actual jet. <laughs> they just <laughs> rolling around the stadium. You know how loud that would be all yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got tinnitus and hearing loss by the end of the game. <laughs> oh man, and there's some good. Uh, but the 49ers a good one. Some old guy just. Raving yep. about the gold rush. Mm-hmm. What are the Chargers be? Uh, just, uh, just you know. Yeah, I guess. Jamie so. Foxx version. <laughs> oh man, Dan Campbell. Man, that's a new segment this week in Dan Campbell's world. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll have to find one. See if I can find one every week. See you know what? what I, I still like him. What I still else like he says? Him. I still like him, man. He's a football coach. You know, he coaches he football. So crazy. Um, yeah, even Matt Patricia, who I said looks like he has butt heavies in his, his truck. Uh, <laughs> Dan Campbell actually has butt heavies in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 he might have a butt heavy right now. Yeah. At one o'clock in the afternoon. Quarter to one uh, Eastern time. Yeah. It's not even noon for him yet. Is Detroit Central Time? I think it is. Hmm. Well, um, in uh, in the world of other sports, um, oh, wait, hang on. How do we go from Tim Tebow to tight end to Dan Campbell wants a lion? 
Uh, so we were talking about Tim Tebow, and then you said, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be a good coach. And then we talked about, started talking about the new coaches, uh, like the Eagles spaghetti coach. And, uh, (laughs) and then I saw the Dan Campbell article as we were talking about it. And I was like, oh, I need to bring this up (laughs) because this is awesome. It's kind of spaghetti noodle. I don't know. It's funny. There's that article. And then two articles down from that one, it says firefighters rescue kitten that became stuck in New York Giants cornerback uh, Isaac Yindam's car. Isaac Yindam still, is still in the Giants? Apparently. Oh, good for him. He had a kitten stuck in his car? Uh, well, let's let's see. Uh, oh, oh, it, oh. It, 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 was, it was like underneath... Like, I guess oh, it, it crawled up kid. underneath the car. Oh, it, wasn't his, it wasn't his. It kid. wasn't in the car. No, it wasn't in the car. It was, was up in the, un- all, it was, was in like, the undercarriage. I was like, all that money and you can't afford a, a spare set of keys? <laughs> uh, it, oh, God, he drives a Maserati, too. And he, they had to dissemble the car to reach the kitten. Ugh. It was stuck above the rear differential. You're that, Peter? That's commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. That's a great bit too. Someone's having a rally about me? No, Peter. I'm talking about Peter. No, I'm talking about Peter. Someone That's me. Have... I'm Peter. No, not you, Peter. Are we really doing this? That's one of the best. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best bits I've ever heard, man. I, I think Betty White is in Peter. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um. So baseball's still going on. So that's cool. Um. Speaking of baseball. It's it's like two months into the season, and I and it's not like it's it's two months into the season. Like it's baseball; it's 162 games. Speaking of baseball, what? MLB the Show 21 runs like garbage on the Xbox. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I've had my issues with that game, and runs like garbage. I got the Series X. Yeah, so do I. Runs like app. Good for you. Runs like absolute <laughs> dog shit. Yeah. Like I. I Man, I was I, I, so I thought it was something wrong with my Xbox. Mm-hmm. So this before Mass Effect came out. Um, I downloaded Gears of War Five, which, as we all know, is a Series X enhanced game. You know, it's one of their marketing games. Mm-hmm. Runs like butter on hot toast. Mm-hmm. You know, but you put an MLB, supposedly optimized for Series X. It's like always oh, pitching, and he pitches like this. You know, like the ball oh, see, that- I haven't run into any issues with that. I've had a smooth. I've had it smooth. The only issues I've had is having is getting connected to the servers. No issue for me. I'm always connected. And, oh, see, I'm always I, having I, issues connected to a server. I but... have never, I have never crashed, but hmm. the game runs like it was made in 1999. Yeah, see, I haven't had any issues with that yet. The one thing I will say about the game is better stop raining what it better stop raining yeah um the one thing i have to say about the game is it's not realistic at all well no so i'm i'm pitching right i'm using my pitcher and i've i'm in the eighth inning and i finish the eighth inning and i have pitched (laughs) What? Yeah, the, the, the Xbox notification. We both oh, turned on yeah. Xbox to see what it was. <laughs> I pitched. I, I pitched through the eighth inning with my pitcher, and I pitched sixty pitches. Yeah, which is crazy. Pulled you, didn't they? They pulled me in the ninth inning. Yeah, because we were only up by two runs. Yeah. So instead of me finishing a complete game shutout. We're only pitching 70, maybe 75 pitches. They pulled me are in the ninth up? inning to get the save. Are you doing the um, dual position player? No. No, I mean, either. I tried it. F my, that. I tried it with like my pitcher. I made him a shortstop too. Mm-hmm. But like he's a way better pitcher, obviously. You know? I suck at hitting in that game. Well, I'm pretty good at it. No, um, I suck at hitting. I, I, I I go through spurts. I'll be really bad for like two weeks, and then I'll be really good for like two weeks. I mean, real time, not like in the game. Mm. Um, see what I'm burping on. Oh, here we go. Ah, um, oh, it's better. Um, so I tried the dual position thingy, and like it was interesting. I thought maybe it's like maybe maybe I can get to the majors faster this way. Mm-hmm. No, 
I mean, like, because it's all tied to your overall. So like, you won't move up until your overall is higher than right. the guy above you, which I, I, I kind of get that. But like, when the guy above me's potential is a D and he's like 33, and my potential is like an A and I'm 18, like, call him up. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, you're obviously going to do it. Just do it. And, and um, so I, I did the dual position thing, figure, okay, well, I'll get to the majors for something, pitching or sword stuff. No, I actually I abandoned that character. I think I made a new one. Uh, I ironically got drafted by the Yankees, um, which made me kind of throw up a little bit. Um, but I was in the majors after his first season in minors as a shortstop. You know, mm. um, but the Yankees shortstop is only rated like a seventy-five overall to start, so it, it didn't take me long. But I, I, I got to be honest, though, I do like how they changed the drafting thing. I, I don't like the lack of um, the showcase games. But I do like how they instead of making it like the top five, no matter what. Now it's random at any team in the uh, MLB. Top five. So whenever remember the last few years, like you'd get drafted within the first like ten picks of like whatever round you get. Depends. Drafted. It depends on how you performed in the showcase games. Oh, never worked for me. I I would I would purposely strike out every game and like suck abs to try and get picked in the later picks of like that particular round. Yeah. Never made it out of the top ten. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I always did. did. An O for four at bat in both games. Mm-hmm. Like struck out looking, didn't even swing. Um, and like errors, or I'd pick up the ball and not even throw it. You know, like just, hmm. I just I was just trying to see what would happen. And I still got drafted by the Mets, like in the fifth pick, and like on that particular round. Hmm. I mean, it is the Mets, but like, um, yeah. And but that, but this one I kind of like where it is truly random. You know what I yeah. mean? So, I guess that's what I was doing. You remember, like last season, I would um, just pick a number. I'd go on ran, random number generator and I would just pick a number, and then whatever number team that was in the, the list of teams, I would just force to be drafted to that team. Right. Um, in a way, I like that. But I like the randomness. I, I do like that. You I, can I, still I, do that. I know. I just, yeah. I just, but it, it, it's random now. I don't have to do the number generator. I can just, right. Yeah, whatever, coach. Whatever team drafts me. See, whenever I do it, I always do the same player three different times, and whichever team I like the best, I'll go to that team. Oh, you force it the fourth time? No, no. So, like, I do it three times, and then I pick from those three teams. Like, whichever oh, one same, I – which like save, yeah. save files? I'll say, yeah, I'll have three saves, oh, okay. and I'll whatever one I want to play for, I'll play for that team. So, I think I'm on the Braves for my pitcher. My, um, my one forced one – I always force the Red Sox because – Come on, you know, <laughs> and uh, that's my pitcher slash shortstop. Mm-hmm. And obviously, what's his name? A shortstop's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But yeah, I kind of figured they would change my position and they didn't. Um, you can probably change your own position. I don't know if you can. Like if but, you talk to your agent at some point, you'd be like, hey, uh, I, I want to change positions. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But then so I, I went back in and I was, I'm, I was like, you know, I'm just going to make a position player. And uh, I picked shortstop because that's my favorite position, you know, in terms of baseball. Um, <clears throat> I just put it to random. I'm going to get picked by anybody. And uh, the Yankees Yankees drafted me. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's gross. But uh, so I went and looked at the roster. I was like, oh, I can probably get the managers pretty quick with the Yankees. So um, it was one season in the minors, and they called them up uh, right after spring training. Mm. So here I am in the stadium just hitting absolute nukes out there. You yeah, see, I can't, I can't hit. Like well, but I use analog. Adjust the sliders a little bit. The sliders. The sliders. Like go to your settings and adjust the sliders. Okay, I use That's analog. Right. I use analog I use to. I I use analog too, and yeah. Um, I need the this year. I've needed the um, like the contact window slider increase because it's so unforgiving this year. Um, and it, it yeah, it's I think it's like the the second one from the top. It'll huh. it's called like timing window or something yeah it just it just makes it a little bit bigger not like the actual bar but you have more time to like get that hit don't be wrong i still hit plenty of you know fly outs or you know you know i I strike out a lot um well that's 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 your own vision (laughs) um but yeah if you adjust the timing it might help in that Hmm. sense again like it like, like I said, I when I'm pitching, I have the difficulty set the dynamic. When I'm pitching, I do like the little, um, mm-hmm. I do the bar, you know. Oh, see, I use analog for pitching. I used to, but I just, I I felt like I was cheating if I, if I use the normal analog and not the new one. Um, so oh, I switched, the I switched precision pitching. 
Yeah, so I switched over to like the bar. Um, you you got to hit it twice for power and accuracy. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel good there, but like at, at the end of the day, man, I mean, it's a video game. I want to have fun, not this right. suck ass for nine innings. So that's why you know, I don't do position players anymore. And I just stick with pitching. Yeah, address the sliders, man. Maybe. I mean, like I said, I, I've, I've done plenty of experiments trying to get it like perfect. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I just just to giggles. I put the power all the way up, just to see like, like, am I gonna hit a home run every time I hit this ball? And no, you don't. You hit a lot more for sure, mm -hmm. um, but you don't. You still get plenty of flyouts, plenty of you know um, mm -hmm. infield out, you know grounders and all that. Like I said, man, it's it, it's not as good as the one last year, which wasn't as good as the, I think eighteen was the best one I played in a while. I think I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. We talk about nonsense in sports. This is both right now. I mean, if I was going to review the game, I'd give it a seven at the best, you mm. know. Fair. But I, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's uh, I am getting tired of the commentary. I turned it off, which is the first time I've turned it off since I started buying this the show. Because I didn't notice it until you said it. Like you, it, it's just so repetitive. It's the same. It's the same yeah. as every single thing. Um. So the other thing that's going on in sports is the NHL playoffs started uh, last week. Uh, the Bruins were the first. The Bruins and the Capitals are the first team to play in the NHL playoffs, and they played Saturday. And they've played three games in their series. And if nobody is aware, like we're both from New England. I'm a big Bruins fan, obviously. I've got my, my Bruins memorabilia over there. But um, – all three games of this series so far have gone to overtime, and I can't take it anymore. One at least. Uh, we've won two, two out of three. So we're we're up two one in the series, and I just I can't I can't do it. I can't like I'm I know that like typically in the playoffs like you have some overtime games like you'll you'll have some overtime games because the teams are good against each other, but three in a row. And four overtime periods in three games, like I can't, I can't stomach anymore. Like I have, that has to end in regulation next, the next game. I, like, not, not to like make a poor comparison. I just want to share a mm -hmm. story. Um, the last two times the Giants went to the Super Bowl, uh, they went to overtime in the NFC Championship game. Oh, okay. Well, I remember just going like, come, come on. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's the same feeling. <laughs> it's the same feeling, except uh, with the. NFL playoffs it's that one game it's a one and done game so like speaking of which did you hear what Calais Campbell said no about um how he thinks it's harder to get to the Super Bowl than it is to like the NBA or the NHL finals oh you didn't hear what he said I'm sorry I totally I I, I, I yeah that conversation. I um, would I would think well, that's yes his reasoning which I kind of agree with um because you remember, remember last week or a week before i said i thought i think hockey is harder sport than football and i still do yes um but i agree with his statement and he says it, when you play a best of seven mm -hmm. um you could drop zero and two and the best team will probably still win that series you, you know what i mean in most situations you know yeah once um, you go down zero and two though it's really hard to come back because then you have to win the next four out of five i know and I said, and that's why i think the term same term most but most of most of the better teams will still win those next. Yeah. Because you know, um, you play again, your best of seven. Where in the NFL, you take one drive off and you might lose that whole game, which then mm -hmm. means you might not make the playoffs, or which might which means you might not. You know, obviously, if you lose the game in the playoffs, you're out. There's one yeah. and done. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I agree with them. I think in that sense, I still think hockey's harder. Um, yeah. So hockey is the hardest to get to the Stanley Cup because. Like so, if we talk about so uh, if we if we talk about series that it is the Stanley Cup. If we take football out of it, because football is a one and done yeah. playoff format. I think it's the only major sport that's yes. like that. Yes, it is the only major sport that is like that. Because baseball, football, uh, baseball, hockey, and basketball all do series. Yeah. But if you, if one and done, though, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I was going to say, that'd be a long world cup <laughs> so um well the thing of it is is football is only played once a week yeah and because it's so like it's it's very demanding like it's like you're on the field for a really long time whether you're offense on defense and like with with hockey or basketball with basketball 
they're like walking up and down the court. Okay. Like, yes, there are some fast breaks going on, but there are, you know, for the most part, they're kind of for the most of the game kind of standing still or walking up and down. Um, Basketball is pretty, pretty high endurance sport. Sure. I would say baseball is the lowest because baseball, you are standing around for the majority of the game, but in hockey, like, so I would say hockey is the most endurance because you're, you're on ice and you're always moving and you're always going pretty much almost at full speed. Like you're not really standing around. You're always moving your feet. You're always moving around the ice. Uh, whereas basketball, you like, if you're guarding one guy and he's not moving, you just have to make sure that he doesn't get behind okay. you. It's like a like, football practice where you tell the guy in front of you, hey, I'm, I'm not going to go full if you don't go full. Yeah, no problem. Right. And you both just push on each other for. <laughs> and there are fast breaks in basketball. I'm not saying that it's a lazy sport, but there are fast breaks in basketball where they'll go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But if they're taking their time, like in running out the shot clock, they're just dribbling the ball at the top of the key, like just kind of like looking for an opening. And then guys are all running around and then they'll pass the ball around and wait for the shot clock to go down. Whereas hockey is back and forth all the time and it's you know trying to get possession of the puck you know this because you're not holding on to anything yeah on the ice so when i'm thinking of and this is kind of where i'm going like with when football can't be like a series type of playoff format because they only play one game a, a week and hockey basketball baseball they play up to like three or four five six times a week so because it's different, you know, and fo- football is definitely highly endurance and like, you know, you get hit a lot. Um, you get hit more, I think, in football than you do in hockey. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I think they don't play more than one game in like a week span. I, I am going to uh, disagree with you in difficulties of getting to a championship though i think uh <clears throat> i think the world series is harder to get to than the stanley cup but i don't know hockey as well as you do but i just uh, see the I thing of it is i only think that because to make it to the world series um, mm-hmm. it's obviously a less i agree that baseball is a much less endurance sport than basketball football hockey you know mm-hmm. soccer. um but i think in baseball um the team element of it there's so much more out of your control you can have three superstars on a baseball team right which mm-hmm. three superstars on a basketball team is game changing uh i would like to say three in a hockey team is pretty game changing i would think no okay whatever whatever i don't know i don't know hockey as well as you do um three superstars in a football team is game changing you know mm-hmm. but those three superstars in a baseball you can still lose all, all four games if your pitching sucks if your hitting sucks you know See, that's that's the thing that's the thing like with with and with the nba and this is going back to like the mid 2010s right so in the nba actually even now like in in the nba if you have lebron james on your team you are probably going to have a chance to go to the nba finals probably go to the playoffs at least with Uh, well they're in the playoffs right now they're the seventh seed what i'm saying is if you only have lebron james and then they have like me you and miss llama we're probably still going to the to the nba right you know like and then if we look back at like the golden state warriors of the 2010s they were always playing the cleveland cavaliers in the nba finals it was always those two teams and so like if you have a super team in the nba that has at least three maybe four players on it that are really good you're always going to make the NBA finals. You're always going to beat those other teams. Well, I'm in hockey. um, It's a seven game series and anything can happen. So I'll say it like this two years ago, the Tampa Bay lightning were the president's trophy winners, meaning they had the the best record in the league. They went to the um, Stanley cup finals as the number one seed in the Eastern conference. They played the number eight seed, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they lost four games in a row. So, like, they were the best team, the best set team, and the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup that year, and they got swept out of the playoffs first round. So, like, anything could happen. And you could have, like, it's kind of the same thing with baseball. Like, baseball, you could have a bad pitching game, and you're going to lose that game. Your goalie could be bad that game. Uh, And he could be, like, not on his his stuff. But – 
and again, correct if I'm wrong here, because I don't know <clears throat> hockey as well as you do. Mm-hmm. Goalie has a bad game tonight. Yeah. Right. Is he also playing tomorrow night? He's probably playing the next game. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in baseball, when the reason why I think it's harder, um, pitching is obviously such a huge part of, of baseball, you know, if not the biggest part, you know, mm-hmm. um, if you have one really, really good pitcher, he's your ace, you know, and, and then your next four guys, it's just me, you, and this llama, mm-hmm. like you're going to win, you're going to lose those. Well, how many of there's three of us here, three out of those four games. Mm-hmm. Because you and you know you mean this llama can't pitch for crap, right? Even though that pitcher we have is a great pitcher, maybe we have a great that one great pitcher and like four or five great batters. But it depends on the other team. Like if their other team has a really good pitching core, then yeah, you're right. But if they only if they have the same kind of pitching core, then it would be a really good game one. But then the games two, three, and four are going to be offensive games. And then that's that's why I think getting the world series a little harder than getting to the Stanley cup final, but that may also be just the level of the sport itself and my knowledge of the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I guess I, I think the world series is harder to get to than the Stanley cup final. Both of them are hard to get to way harder. I, I think it's, I think it's harder to get to the super bowl. Yes. Than it is to get to the Stanley cup final or the world series. Um, See, like, cause that's just because just because the margin of error is so much smaller in, in football. It's hard to it's hard to think about it like this because last year in the in the MLB they had a shortened season. Yeah. So every season last was for the NFL, right? Uh, yeah. Every season yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even basketball and, and hockey were a shortened yeah. season this year. But uh, last year they only played like 40, 50 games out of 162. And the team that went to the World Series with the Dodgers was the Tampa Bay Rays. And they have a terrible pitching staff. Yeah. Um, but they had a really good bullpen. And they had a really good, like, offensive core uh, for their their hitting. So that's how they kind of got into the World Series. And they beat the Astros. They beat, I think they beat the Yankees and the Astros. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, but I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look at, like, the past Stanley Cup champions and the past World Series champions and, like, who oh, they played. Yeah. Because I think, all, I think we can all agree that to get to the NBA finals is the easiest out of the. As know. long as you have a good court, like the all, Nets. All you need is the Nets this the, year. LeBron James or a few really good players, you know. Like, I think the Nets are going to make the the NBA finals this year just because of their team. Like they have <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. No, they don't have Kawhi Leonard. They have. Uh, um, uh, Kevin Durant, they have Kyrie Irving, they have James Harden. Like yeah. that's their big if they, three. If they don't make the finals, it's going to be it's a the, fail. Biggest, the biggest meme, you know, even bigger yeah. than LeBron James and Michael Jordan debate. That's that, mm-hmm. that's like you need to make the finals. Yeah, you, need, a, you know. Yep, I agree. Whether or not you win the finals is, is debatable, but you need to at least be there. Mm-hmm. There's one last thing I want to discuss uh, with you today before we wrap up. Um, and that is that you are not doing fantasy football this year again. No. Correct. Um, I may know the answer to this question, um, but would you like to live vicariously through me in my ventures of fantasy football? Like I always do anyway. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I did a, I did a, I finished my, so every year, just so everyone's aware, and I think you know this because I do it every year, is I do a spreadsheet of, um, and I put all the players and positions in my own ranking system that I do. And then I take those players and then I draft with, I, I do kind of a mix. I do Yahoo's ranking and then I do my own ranking and I kind of like mix and match both. Um, so I did a mock draft yesterday. Yeah. My first one of the year. I picked by yourself. Yeah. Okay. So like I I I mean I picked the other people join. It's a Yahoo mock draft. So like there was ten people. Oh, okay. gotcha, there was gotcha. ten people. They all picked. When I said by yourself. I, mean, I thought you were like in your room with the lights off, just like okay, I would pick. I mean the draft. lights were off, but I did it through Yahoo. So I actually have a list. I I I picked number one because that's I did I just did it randomly and that's where it put me. So I was like okay. So I picked number one overall and I 
don't have them in order of which actually I may have it in order of which I, I drafted them. Uh, give me a second. Um, I'd have to open my email and find it. Uh, here it is. Okay. So I do have the order of which I drafted. Uh, okay. Number one overall. And I was on the fence of who I wanted to pick number one overall. And you can kind of, um, give your input there's, there's, there's three players i would take number one overall but go ahead i chose christian mccaffrey number one overall that's the one i would pick number one. okay it was be him between him and dalvin cook no who's your other two players you would pick number one overall then uh christian mccaffrey derrick henry you said three saquon barkley oh, okay um dalvin cook's a close fourth yeah and then i mean because kamara's up there too but kamara's i mean Kamara, I would put like the first player on, a, on like the B team. You know, Kamara's going to run if, that offense this year. If I put if I put those four mm-hmm. um, in like A tier, I would put Alvin Kamara like the first guy in B tier. Okay. Only because um, without Drew Brees, I'm stuck in that box. You know, I'm making yeah. James Winston beat me. You know. My second overall pick uh, was Calvin Ridley for the second round. Yes. Okay. Which, which basically, since I picked first, you know, there was, it's the twentieth pick. Why Calvin Ridley? Because um, he was a wide receiver, and he's so, a really good one. Who else was available? I don't remember. Oh, uh, so when I picked Calvin Ridley, uh, let's see: Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, first, Miles Sanders. First of, all, first of all, never take Mike Evans. That's like my ultimate advice for everybody. Like he is. <laughs> That guy has screwed me more than anybody on this planet. I mean, in terms of wide receivers, uh, those were that were available: Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson, uh, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. Uh, Cr- Michael Thomas. He's on the Drew Brees. I would still take Michael Thomas. He doesn't have Drew. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Though? I, I'm very I wary about take, that. I would, pick. Also take, I would also. I mean. But Devontae Adams, was he was gone, I'm guessing? Devontae Adams was gone, yeah. Um, Devontae Adams was taken fourth uh, fourth pick, second round. Oh, okay. I think fourth overall, I almost threw up. <laughs> no. Man, that guy fucked your draft. Top um, four picks were Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, and Saquon Barkley were the top five. Jonathan Taylor, huh? Indianapolis are running back. I mean, I would take Nick Chubb before I took Jonathan Taylor, but okay, whatever. I mean, I don't know. Receivers, man, like I, I would have Stephon Diggs rated higher than Calvin Ridley. Well, Stephon uh, Diggs got taken. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What about AJ Brown? AJ Brown got taken. Oh, okay. Then I guess Calvin Ridley's not a bad pick. Matt, so Matt, the, Matt, the, the, the Matt, wide receivers, huh? Metcalf. Oh, I, for, I, I forgot you picked first and it's Snake. Pick, yeah, you, you I, go it's back. Snakes. Okay. I, I totally forgot. I was like, man. 20, pi- 20 picks got picked before, or 19 okay. people got picked before I picked Calvin so, Ridley. So, so the wide receivers that did got taken were Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, and DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Then, yeah, Calvin Ridley's fine. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I had a brain fart. And I was like, what? <laughs> now, I will say, I There's fucked up my third round pick. There are some other players I would rate higher in terms of production than Calvin Ridley, but like who aren't receivers, you know, mm-hmm. like sure. George Kittle. I would take George Kittle in the second round. I fucked up. No, you may say I didn't fuck up my third round pick, but I think I fucked up my third round pick. I picked George Kittle first overall pick in the third round. No, I would think that's a good pick. So I went, I went Calvin Ridley, George Kittle is my, it was, was I mean, my that, pick. To me, pick. That makes, to me, that makes George Kittle a steal because I would take George Kittle with the second round pick. If I, if I had like the last pick of the second round. See, like I, I know I could have taken a good tight end like later on in, in the draft. And I yeah, knew, yeah, I, but, I knew I needed only, a running back like, though. Well, there's like, there's like two tight ends that are worth high picks because of their point out, but that's Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. You take those uh, yeah. two early because they're going to give you receiver quality points for sure. Possibly yeah. DJ, uh, possibly Waller as well from Las Vegas. Cause possibly. La- he, yeah, possibly. he had 107 catches last year. Possibly. But again, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, that's like my rules. Like Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, if they're there in the like second or third round, you take them. All right. I feel better about it then because I, I thought I messed that up because I knew I could take a tight end later on in the draft because there was a yeah. lot of tight ends that were available like later that were like really good. See, I, see, um, again, 
like um, when Andrews make, from when Baltimore. Make, when I would make my spreadsheet, it would be like I would have them like in as opposed to say like like players that position. I would do like the entire thing with like tiers. Mm-hmm. Like, is this a tier two player or a tier three player? And like that would kind of dictate like see where I, when I would this, pick them. You know, this is where I think I messed up because I could have taken like a a good a better running back in the third round. And in my fifth round pick, I could have taken Mark Andrews because Mark Andrews didn't get picked up until midway through the sixth round. Right. So me, I forgot, I forgot who Mark Andrews was Baltimore <laughs> tight end. Took me a minute. Yeah, I got it. So I was like, I was like, damn, I could have had him like later on and I could have picked up a good, uh, a good uh, player uh, running back. Um, my fourth round pick, which I picked at the la- the end of the fourth round pick, was David Montgomery. Where's he at now? Chicago. Chicago. Yep. Um, I don't know. Montgomery always made me nervous when he was in Green Bay, but mm-hmm. he could do a lot worse. And my so, fifth round pick, he's I was. He's a running back now, right? Like a sort of bona fide running back. Yeah. Okay. And the the top of the fifth round, I was on the fence about two, but I needed a wide receiver, so I chose Thielen. Andrew Thielen, Adam, Adam Thielen. Yeah, I mean, it was be, it was him and Tyler Lockett. I didn't. I was on the fence about both. I mean, if he's if he's healthy, that's an all pro. Yeah, no, he's an all pro receiver if he's healthy. He got by week what week seven or something like that. Week something seven like that. Uh, he was he played fifteen games last year, so. Yeah. That's healthy. It's coming on of a, off of a healthy season. You yeah. Know? Uh, I then went to uh, round six for my quarterback. At the end of round six, I took Justin Herbert. Depends on who's available, but it's not a bad. I don't hate it. <laughs> so Russell Wilson was still available. <laughs> We're not Russell Wilson anymore because he spends more time on his back than he does. Um, and. Anymore. There was another quarterback available that I was really on the fence about. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was still available. No. But I'm not confident in his ability no. to, like... With your luck, he wouldn't play at all. He would just right. say, uh, you know, I just won't play. Yeah, so, no. I'm, so I'm like, I don't know if I you want can't, to take you can't, him. You can't take Rodgers until you know for sure he's going to play uh, at all. Brady was still available. I could have taken not Brady. Six. Not at six. Not yet. Uh, he got taken in the eighth round. Uh, let's see who else was available. Uh, that was pretty much it for like top tier quarterbacks. Yeah, just uh, Matt bad. Stafford was still available. Ryan Tannehill was still available, but not that Ryan high. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's top five quarterback last year. Yeah, but would you take him that high? Like, I think Herbert's going to have a breakout year. I think Herbert. I think that's a good pick for Herbert. I just didn't yeah. know who else was available. You know what I mean? Like, well, I gave you the thing. No, no. Yeah, and I, then I, in that group, I would be between I would be between between Herbert and Tannehill in that yeah. group. So uh, top like, of the Russell was my guy for years, but not not with the offensive line, you know. Yeah, top of the seventh round, I took James Robinson from Jacksonville. Running back, right? running back. Yeah, sorry, I just his new names. Um, yeah, again, it all depends on who's still available, I, I, I guess. You know, at, at this point in the draft, you're getting like those either steals or – Melvin know, Melvin Gordon was available. I don't trust him. Uh, Travis Etienne was available. He's the rookie running back from Jacksonville. Where's Melvin Gordon now? Denver? Denver. I need to see more from them. They got a pretty, t- they got a pretty solid schedule, though, for fantasy uh, value, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard Fournette was available, but... Yeah, Melvin Gordon makes me nervous. He always did. Uh, With the end of the eighth round, I took DJ Shark. That was kind of like a... That was a a panic pick because my time was running out. Shark? Yeah, DJ Shark. uh, C-H-A-R-K for Jacksonville. I took a lot of Jacksonville people. Receiver guy. Yeah, Um, wide receiver Jacksonville. Quarterback. I wanted to take Juju Smith-Schuster because he was still available, like two picks before. Juju's a fantasy football trap. He's like Mike Evans. He either gives you 19 or 30 points or he gives you four. Yeah, but late in the eighth rounds? Yeah, but again, who else could you get there? And that's that's where where the the thoughts come in, you know? Right. So Cortland Sutton was available for wide receiver. Um, 
Uh, Robbie Anderson, Jamar Chase, the new wide receiver that Joe Burrow's got. Um, my next pick, I did go wide receiver back to back. I went DJ Shark and I went Will Fuller, Miami. I mean, I would have them rated pretty similarly. Yeah. You know, between DJ Shark and Will Fuller. He's got to stay mm-hmm. healthy, too, though. He's, he can't stay on the fucking field. When he was on the field, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Where's he? Miami now? Miami. Okay. Uh, tenth, tenth round, I went defense, and I went Tampa Bay defense. Pass rush. It'll get sacks down there for sure. And then my 11th round, I went Tyler Boyd, wide receiver, Cincinnati. Tyler, Miami, just, just for decoration, Boyd. Yeah. You're you're this late in the draft. At this point, you're not drafting starters. You're drafting backups. backups. I mean, Debo Samuel is available. I could have went there. Brandon Cooks was – I was actually on the fence between him and Brandon Cooks because Brandon Cooks was still available. Yeah, I mean, again, at this point in the draft, in the seasons that I've been most successful, um, four in a row, um, (laughs) at this point I start kind of – you know, you draft like your – you draft your core guys and then – you draft your backups and then you can kind of start getting a little froggy, you mm-hmm. know, after Jamar chase. Cause again, you draft a guy that he could produce for you and be a game changer, or you might just bench him and cut him. you know, uh, rounds 12 and 13, I went backups. So I went backup quarterback and backup tight end. And I went with the most punchable face in the NFL. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> At 12. I almost went Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan got picked right before I was about to pick and having him yeah. and Calvin, like having him like late in the 12th, maybe I'd start him instead. Cause I'd have Calvin Ridley too. Uh, so, and then I went back up tight end on the 13th pick and I went Rob Gronkowski. What about uh, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, went... would take, I would take a risk on Lawrence, you know, as a backup QB. Because 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 if he if he comes out and he's a monster, you got two solid starters, you know. I don't think Trevor Lawrence got drafted. That's that's that should be fixed. Nope, Trevor Lawrence didn't get drafted in this draft. Then I would pick him up immediately. Off waivers. Yeah, immediately. Because yeah, the three new QBs, the three top new QBs, did not get drafted. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I wouldn't draft either one. I wouldn't draft uh, Lance or Fields. Maybe Fields. but like with my last pick with fields, you know, but like Lawrence, I, I might take a risk as the backup hmm. guy. Cause again, like if you, draft, if you draft him as your backup and he turns out to be an absolute monster, then yeah. Got him, you know what I mean? Um, my final two picks back to back, uh, were kicker. I went kicker. I went Buffalo Tyler Bass. Was Justin Tucker not available? Justin Tucker was not available. <laughs> when in doubt. Just uh, and then I went Naheem Hines running back Indianapolis. Okay. But again, I, I, back to Justin Tucker, I've always said Justin Tucker is a pick I'll make before some certain backup positions, mm-hmm. because again, he guaranteed, you know, almost a guaranteed point bringer in. You a know? lot of people started uh, auto drafting. So a lot of defenses and kickers went early. So like uh, Tucker the, went in the ninth round. Oh yeah. Yeah. Human draft. That's not happening. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that I will say about the draft that I did is I messed up. I messed up my quarterbacks. They both have the same bye week. So if I were to go back and have to change that, uh, I would definitely drop um, Kirk Cousins, yeah. and I'd probably pick up Tyler uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, if he's available, uh, which he was. So the 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 the. Seven players that were still available at quarterback were Deshaun Watson, Tua Tagovailoa, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Wentz, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I take Lawrence before I take Tua. Yeah. No. That's, but that's something that's going to be your backup. You know, like right. You'll know well before that bye week if he's worth keeping on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not going to thumb in that bye week and hope that it gets you 30 points or 25 points. You're going to just at that point, you'll know, okay, if I put him in, he'll be a solid 18 to 25 points. That'll be, right. You know. That's what a backup's for. Like if, yeah. if you're drafting, unless you draft two star quarterbacks, then Which, you're going to have a, you're going to have a problem deciding which quarterback to pick 
that week. And, and at that point, you're wasting picks. Right. You know, again, you're back up. Unless you're up. like me last year when I picked up Ryan Tannehill off waivers uh, in the second yeah, you week. Didn't draft him, you didn't I draft didn't. Him. But uh, I was having problems deciding who to play all oh, you year. You didn't waste a draft pick on on two start. You know, no, you know, I didn't. Like, I remember my my. I think I think it was my brother or my cousin. Somebody drafted like, oh man, it was two starters, like two good like quarterbacks. And he, but then like his receivers sucked. You right. know, he 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 wasted a draft pick, and obviously it's more than just one pick for the whole draft. But like. I remember saying like, "Oh, good, your quarterback situation is not a problem, but you got to, but now you got to pick who to start every week, mm-hmm. and your receivers stick, you know." So, like I said, I you draft a good starter, and he's your starter, you know. You keep him in until, unless he gets hurt or just or just his dog water, you know. And then obviously you can you can switch it over, but right. I've never drafted a quarterback and then cut them. You know what right. I mean? I've always yeah. kept the quarterback I drafted to be my starter. I've, I switched my backups up. Yeah. Of course, but you know, you, you, it, it, like my philosophy has always been the same. If you draft a guy, you picked him in the draft for that, especially like an early pick, you picked him for that reason, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the first quarterback off the table is obviously, um, I'll tell you though, who to, keep, who to keep an eye oh, yeah, of course, who to keep an eye on, um, waiver wire. Do not draft this man. If you do, I'm gonna come down there and beat you up. Um, keep an eye on him. Uh, my guy, uh, Jones. Daniel um, go, Daniel Jones got drafted in this draft. Why? Ooh. I will tell you what position he got drafted. I would not draft him. Uh, let's see. Because I told you that uh, Daniel Jones got drafted 14th round, fourth pick. Yeah, I wouldn't draft him. Um, but he's worth keeping an eye on because he got a whole bunch of new weapons this year. Mm. Um so if he starts to come out of if, if this is this is this is his make or break it year as a Giants fan speaking, you know, like um so with any luck he'll be throwing the ball around like he's supposed to. And um, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the final quarterback taken to the draft. Fifteenth round, third pick. So I would draft Fitzpatrick late, like a late round pick because uh he's a good backup. Yeah, it's a guy. It's Fitz Magic because you know all you need is to be Fitz Magic for that week. And again, if he's if he's Fitz, you know, not Magic, you'll know by then. So right. it's not a bad like last round pick or very very late round pick. I would pick mm-hmm. that after I pick a defense and a kicker for sure. Absolutely. You know, oh I know sure. Guys, I know guys. You know, if the quarterback's good enough, you, you, again, if you're again, I'll, I'll like I take Justin Tucker before I take a backup quarterback. Right. But again, Justin Tucker's going to get me nine to 12 points a game of course <laughs> you know um but anybody but justin tucker or just or you know or just automatic guys um i take a quarterback uh mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. but again it, it depends on who's there because you know quarterbacks are great but you only have one of them on the team so right you know it, it's as you and i have learned it's better to have a problem with your flex than it is to have a problem with your quarterback yes so. well well uh that ends this week's episode of Sports and Nonsense. Uh, pretty good episode. Uh, a pretty good start to the episode. Uh, the it middle was, was the oh, middle was kind of like kind of boring. Uh, what? That's a little rude. But, <laughs> but um, no, it's a, it's that it, it was it was a good one. I like doing the early ones. Um, I might be able to go see my kids today. Ooh. So. Uh, but you can always follow Sports and Nonsense on Twitter at Sports and Nonpod. Um, you can uh, listen to Sports and Nonsense each week on the Sports and Nonsense podcast page on Spotify, iTunes uh, Podcasts, and Castbox FM. You can also catch the video podcast on uh, the Name Pending Productions YouTube page. Uh, just go to YouTube and type in Name Pending Productions. Uh, you'll see a guy in a military uniform as their profile picture. And that is them. And that is where we are as well. Uh, do you have any final Jerry Springer thoughts for the people this week? No. <laughs> um, Dan Campbell's a madman is all I have to say. Oh yeah. We did talk about Dan Campbell today. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see if we start up a new segment called Dan Campbell says, uh, each week and we'll see if we can find, uh, some news article where he's just spouting 
the most ridiculous. We might have to do that during the regular season. Like during the regular season, it might be a thing. Absolute, so absolute madness from that man. But I will talk to you later, sir. Everyone have a great week.